0: Welcome to the SOB Podcast. Everything fun about family dysfunction with your hosts, Shannon Livingston and Joe Lobosco. This podcast covers it all from mobsters to motherhood and strip clubs to Sunday school with candid conversations
1: on everything from surviving to thriving. Welcome to episode four of the SOB podcast. Yes, that does stand for son of a bitch. I am the son. My name's Joe and
0: I am the bitch and my name is Shannon Livingston.
1: And I'm just Tim just sitting in here
0: uh, keeping the, you know, keeping the fort down and playing a little referee and,
1: you know, just having a good time. And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is animals.
0: And what kind of animals?
1: Uh, particularly exotic animals. We're going to start off with tigers, and then we'll get into all sorts of different types of creatures.
0: Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite, or one of your favorite stories to have me tell <laughs> is, you're already laughing, is the story about when I trained tigers, and things went really, really wrong. And I will get there, but first I think we need a little bit of background, because people say, how did you even get that? that job, right? You're not, like, there was no sign, you know, in a a storefront. And so at the time, for our new listeners, maybe, that haven't gone back to episodes one through three to realize why we were doing all of these crazy things, or why I was, uh, you were... I think one or two. Infants and tigers don't mix. You weren't doing much of anything. Uh, So the reason that, that I was making cash in alternative ways was because you were having brain surgeries and needed to stay on Medicaid, which had an income requirement in the state of Missouri. So I couldn't make any money, couldn't have any assets, and yet I had to make a lot of money (laughs) to pay for things and, and keep life going. And one of the ways that I did that was I came in contact with a gentleman that bred Rottweilers. He was the breeder for uh, Rottweiler that we had before Miss mm-hmm. Zelda, who's a Bichon. We had what Joe would call a real dog, mm-hmm. which was a, a Roddy.
1: We we'll start off with two. but
0: We did have two. One was <coughs> stolen in Chicago. So we we had Rebel here uh, when you were, my gosh, still, little, yeah, yeah. still a year old or what, whatever you were. As far are. as
1: I'm concerned, that dog was there when I was born. I know it wasn't, but it felt that way.
0: She was such a good dog and such a smart dog. Wonderful dog. dog. I know that's a sore subject for you, so I'm going to fast forward. So through this breeder, he had other animals. He had all kinds of dogs. He had a black bear. He had uh, just crazy animals. And Kansas City is the home of Hallmark Cards. And he had a contract with Hallmark to do these different cards and projects with his animals. Mm -hmm. And he needed a model and he needed a model that knew how to interact with the animals because you can't just hang out with a black bear. You (laughs) have to really know how to interact with them. And so I did that with him for a while. He trained police dogs as well, and I learned how smart they are. Uh, they incredible these German shepherds because you're not really training the animals to do anything outside of their normal behavior you're just giving it a name so anytime that they do anything if they tear up the toilet paper you reward them and give that a name like good toilet paper good toilet paper and they learn oh this is how I get it treated if somebody gives me this command so it's Just mind-numbing repetition. And you need somebody who's hard up for cash, like me, like I was, (laughs) uh, to, to do this job. And then there was the, the bonus of modeling. I was able to do some of the modeling jobs. And I don't know what the animal rights laws were at that time, but I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure when, he was scared. Whenever I
1: start telling some of these stories, people are like, I don't think you can do that. I said, well, you <laughs> can't do that now. But 20 years ago, yeah. things were a little well, different. You know,
0: it was so bad back in the Benji days. When I was a kid, we had Benji. Uh I don't even know if you've heard of Benji. Uh, No, I know
1: Benji. So
0: they had maybe a dozen Benji dogs, that the same breed and and weight, and they would do horrible things to these dogs to elicit certain noises. And there were no laws. So I'm glad to see that there there are laws now. But this was 25 years
1: ago. I know Toto got a paycheck.
0: And I'm getting paid cash. (laughs) So it was kind of shady for the shady. So I was doing this job, and um, I have a tattoo of a tiger on my butt, my left butt cheek, to be precise.
1: Currently. So you're doing the job, and...
0: (laughs) 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 I wanted to see how long it took for uh, Joe to react.
1: Talk about uh, with the trash (laughs) truck driver and the lion and how that whole thing started. Let me get
0: there. Let me get there. Okay.
1: So I had, uh,
0: or I have, a tattoo on my butt of a tiger. And he didn't see it. We just were talking about it because it wasn't that kind of a job. And he knew that I liked tigers, and he said, oh, I I work with this guy that has a rescue park, and he has predominantly tigers. He has all kinds of big cats and and different animals, but predominantly tigers, and he's looking for somebody to work with them, to to train with them.
1: Those were white tigers,
0: right? Uh, No, we had one white tiger, the big one, and then the two smaller cubs that were three months old, uh, they were regular coloring. Bangles. Yeah, they were bangles. um." Rocky was a Siberian. Mm -hmm. So, and Rocky was 750 pounds, (laughs) I think, a full-grown cat. And they didn't declaw or neuter because they were rescued. Mm -hmm. Now, when they told me this, I thought, oh, that's such a great thing. After watching Joe Exotic, the Tiger King... (laughs) Now I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. They didn't neuter them because I'm sure they were breeding them. Why else would you have these two cubs just surrendered, you know, to him? So a lot of it... Giant
1: beast full of hormones.
0: I think I just didn't want to know or didn't... You know, I didn't know anything about tiger breeding. I just knew that I got to work with these tigers and, um, and I got to work with the... The other models, and so, I, I taught them how to work around a tiger because, again, you're not training the animal. You're training the person of how to be around the animal.
1: Well, so what was day one on that job like? Like, when they put you in that enclosure and tell you to, to establish a relationship with this yeah. cat, how does that work?
0: Well, the first time that I was with tigers at all, it was the cubs. Uh-huh. And you would think that two three-month-old cubs would be very easy, no. and they were not. They're full of muscles. So think about, like, really playful kittens that are kind of assholes, <laughs> and they're super, super strong, and there's two of them in mm-hmm. the room, and um, they have teeth. They have teeth, and they have claws. And so i that was my first experience with them. And then when it was time to go into the room with Rocky, he was not in an enclosure. He was in a house.
1: First of all, <laughs> very responsible. <laughs>
0: yes. So he was in a house and they had told me and prepared me for this moment. They said, you have to establish dominance. And this I have learned <laughs> in luck. life. No, this this advice has carried me through all sorts of situations. And I swear it has kept me alive. They said, you have to establish dominance. As soon as you are around him, he's going to come up and he's going to like rub up against you. He's, and he may even buck you and you may even go flying. Because at this point, I was 120 pounds, mm-hmm. something like that. And you have to get up and you have to push back on him no matter what. Otherwise, you, your relationship with him is blown. You have to establish dominance. Never Dominic, respect you. Exactly. Uh, from the very beginning. You know, this is the same thing with dating, it's the same thing with parenting. It's, it, you have to know when they push on you, you got to push back and let them know that's not how it's going to go. So that's what happened. I went into the room, and he came next to me, and he bumped into me, and I went flying. And I had to get up, which, you know, it's kind of scary to be on the ground with a big old tiger. And even when they're making happy growling noises, it sounds like they're going to eat you, mm-hmm. especially if you're new. They're constantly making these these guttural sounds. And so I got up, and I pushed on him, and he lowered his head and I knew from that point forward that we were going to be friends until
1: (laughs) cut to (laughs) until
0: that day when uh that one incident happened so we we did a couple of different things with the animals and I felt pretty secure and then we had a walkthrough of a lingerie show and there were models from all over, um, and I think this was out in, in Vegas. And Rocky was going to be on a rhinestone leash. And the rules were that we had three trainers for every full-grown cat. So we had three trainers there with the you know the cattle prod and tranquilizer gun or whatever they had. But the minute that you corrected this cat every ounce of investment of your time and energy is gone it's just ruined and they won't trust humans anymore and it's expensive to just feed a cat that's in an enclosure that you're not able to go out and make money doing these events and jobs I have
1: thousands of dollars invested into these animals
0: oh weekly i mean it's it's a huge huge expenditure so my job was to teach the models of how to establish dominance if that was necessary which really wasn't because he you know he wasn't he didn't really wander around too much he kind of stayed with the the main trainer but it, it was really to teach them also you could not be drinking you could not be on drugs you could not be on your period because they would smell it they would sense it they would know if you were altered and then you might be food which is not good And they knew if, um, you know, they smelled menstrual blood, they thought about sex. So they tried to mate with you. And you would think that explaining that to models would be enough to make them honest.
1: They are models.
0: You would be wrong. So we went through the day. (laughs) And I had, I think there were maybe six, eight girls left after a couple of them did leave. Mm. Uh, you know, I said, if you're you know, like, we'll pay uncomfortable. you. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable, <clears throat> if you're on your period, if you're an alcoholic, if you're, you know, whatever, if you have to take Valium to be on yeah. stage, please whatever leave. your deal is. Yes. Please leave. We'll cut you a check. And so they did. And we had the rest of them there and we're doing the walkthrough and, I was the one actually had Rocky on, on the leash and he jumped on a girl and he pinned her and he pinned her with his mouth on the neck and when they do that it, he was not trying to kill her and and tigers do attack from the back if yeah. you, you, out in the wild you'll see villagers that have the mask, the mask that they on, the, wear. Back yeah, yeah, on the, the back of their there's head it looks like a face
1: there's a region of India called the uh, Sundarbans where people poor people, but people still live. Uh, that's It's basically a swamp and a jungle, and it's full of tigers, and it is one of the places on Earth where... Uh, tigers are a rare species in the fact that in places where, uh, you know, that are a little less developed, they do actively hunt people as part of their just general food source. Most animals... Only interact with people to, you know, eradicate a threat or if they're sick or tired or... Tigers will kill you just because they can. And it's my
0: spirit animal. And
1: the statistics are like over 100 people every year die in this place but due I'm to sure tiger attacks. But are
0: delicious. You don't know.
1: I mean, you know, and we're cutting off their food source, and, and there's and, a lot of things going on there. But. And you're
0: cutting off my awesome story to then give us well, the of Geographic I'm just setting the scene points. of this
1: is why you don't see a lot of people interacting with tigers anymore. They right. are inherently They're dangerous. They're wily,
0: yeah. They want to get you from behind, and they will attack people. It's not like orcas, which we'll right. also get to. But I've not trained those, though. I'm afraid of water. so not I've never, never trained an orca. Yeah, not yet. Maybe in my, in my future life. So we're on stage, and Rocky pins this girl, and instantly the main trainer says, "Are you on your period?" And she says, "Yes, yes, yes! Get him off of me! You know, shoot him, shoot him!" She's screaming, mm-hmm. and I'm freaking out because I'm new, and I had the leash, and these other girls are backing up and leaving the room, and and the three trainers are not doing anything, and so I expected if something happens if he paws at someone if he gets off the leash they would react if he gives me the side eye at all that they're going to do something and I'm going to be okay I was also 23 I think at the time and so you know my frontal lobe had just like finished forming and the whole (laughs) These are people I can trust. Really, like the long-term cause and effect. I didn't think that interacting with the tiger for cash (laughs) in some shady deal with a bunch of, you know, weird guys, I didn't think that was a big deal. (laughs) I just wanted to keep the lights on. And I wanted to be able to tell stories someday. So mission accomplished. Here you are. That's right. Look at me now. Look at me now. So she's there. She's pinned. And the guys aren't doing anything. And there's nothing I can do. I mean you know, except for the tiger back up <laughs> slowly. And um, they said, you know, he's not gonna hurt you. Stop screaming. Mm-hmm. He's Calm not gonna down. hurt you. You know what he wants. And she said, No, no, get him off of me. And they said, You have to make him happy and then he will get up off of you. And she wasn't getting it. <laughs> and so finally the main trainer says, Reach behind you. And she got it. She understood what was expected of her. And at that point, I don't know that I understood what was expected of her because it's a dramatic moment. We already sure. have a tiger on the loose, and then they're not doing anything. And I'm like, "Holy fuck! What is going on? Uh, you know, why am I not in college? Where's my where's my sorority sister? Why is this my life?" So. <laughs> they said, you know, re- reach around and he'll he'll get off of you, everything will be fine. We warned you. We gave you the chance to leave. You we are lied not, to us. we are not jeopardizing <clears throat> our whole relationship with this animal because you lied. So she made him happy. And it was the most uncomfortable, I don't know, felt like 14 hours. Uh, I'm sure it was only <laughs> a few minutes. Um, you know, I did leave before The completion, although I had to hear about it later, and that was the last time that I worked with Tigers. (laughs) Not just because, you know, he tried to get romantic with the model. And I know that you guys are guys, but you're grown men. You've been around ladies before, so I'm going to say something about having your period, and you're just going to deal with it. When you are on stage, whether it's a pageant, a strip club, uh, you know, an event, whatever you have hormones and your body sometimes you can start your period when you're not scheduled to. So that's always, you know, if that's what's going to happen to me, if I'm off schedule a couple days or if I I miss the day on my calendar and I know that that's what they're going to put me through, you know, because looking back at the time I really took her side and I thought, Oh, or I took their side and I thought, you know, she lied. And so that's what she gets. Well, as an adult, Looking back, not so cool. Three grown men should have done something. Right,
1: but here's the... And if they
0: wanted that tiger satisfied in that way, they had six hands between them.
1: (laughs) Right? Well, yeah, but they're not the one who instigated... Step on up, gentlemen, and solve the problem. Here's the thing. First of all... You know, if the scene was as I'm imagining it was and she oh, is and I'm sure it was. pinned on the ground by this 700 plus pound On stage,
0: cat. like on
1: stage. Okay, if they shock it, they're just as liable to just piss him off, which would then lead to more... Bodily harm they and injury. They would have had to sedate him. Then she. Yeah, but how? That's a lot of drugs for an animal that big. Uh-huh. And, and it takes right. a little while for them to kick in. Like,
0: and looking back, I don't know that they had them. You know, I don't know that they had everything you, that they there's said they had. Not
1: much you can do with it, with something that. Powerful, like, Well,
0: you can shoot it with a dart, but maybe they didn't have the darts. And, maybe they well, were and
1: lying. And when the dart hits him and he reacts and it still takes two minutes for the drugs to kick in and it takes 10 minutes, you know, 10 seconds for that thing to rip your throat open, what do you do?
0: So what would you do?
1: I, uh,
0: would you have made that tiger happy? You'd
1: make him happy. Well, someone yeah. would have had no. to do it. What do you know? mean <laughs> you know?
0: someone? No one else was stepping up. <laughs> <laughs> that would, You think that there was someone else for her?
1: The way that they looked at it, You know, I'm not saying that that was right, but I can understand where they were coming from, and you're the reason this is happening. Therefore, it's your responsibility to fix it. Get to work. It could have gotten a lot worse. And, you
0: know, the whole reason that this tiger had to be mixed in with people is because of people. It's always people's fault. The whole reason that the... Yeah, the tiger
1: didn't want to be there. The whole reason
0: that the rescue park was even started in the first place was not because this guy was a huge cat lover. He... Uh, was looking out his window one day and saw that his trash truck man, driver man, had a lion <laughs> in the seat next to him and he would see that it was hot and this lion looked miserable and didn't look like it was fed properly and so he went out there every day uh, for you know weeks whenever it was trash day and tried to buy the lion from this guy and the guy would always refuse and refuse and so he finally bought the lion and then he was like Well, shit. Now what am I going to do with it? (laughs) I'm going to need some place to put this line. So he started this whole rescue thing because people are irresponsible. They get a cute little cub and they think that it's going to work out great. And the next thing you know, you have a huge full-grown tiger or a a huge full-grown lion taking a huge full-grown dump (laughs) on your living room floor.
1: And then it eats your baby, and you have all sorts of other problems. That's problem. dingoes. Only dingoes eat your baby. That did actually happen. Uh, a lot of people, they were really mean to that lady, and they called her a liar. And Can then, you imagine
0: losing your baby? Then, yeah, and then everybody they thinks found they the you? clothes
1: in the den, and they're, oh, we messed that up. Sorry about that. Turns out she was telling the truth. A I dingo actually, ate
0: my baby. I
1: actually had the opportunity to work with dingoes and wolves and coyotes and raccoons and, uh, and a uh, cougar for a brief period of time at the Shy Wolf Sanctuary, where I did my volunteer hours for school. And most of those animals were uh, taken from people's houses. They were privately owned by people who didn't know what they were doing, have the proper facilities to take care of them. And Mm -hmm. so they donated them to this couple who built this facility out of the back of their house and had people take care of them. And that was really interesting.
0: And there are good people to counter all the horrible people that are getting these pets and setting them loose. Yeah. Like the python issue uh, that Tim has talked about before with the python hunters that he's interviewed on 239 Uncensored, his podcast. Not as good as our podcast, but he's working on it. We're going to encourage him. Uh, but the pythons have taken out like 80 to 90% of the mammals from the Everglades. And they're an invasive species that, to my understanding, there was a lab in Miami, there was a hurricane that came through, and everything uh, got let loose. Is that what happened?
1: Yeah. There, there. Well, there was, I mean, there were people who had them as pets before that, and then they, you know, got too big and got out of control, so they just took them to the swamp and let them go. But, yeah, a and lot of And then they them, ate
0: everything.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, Burmese pythons, as well as a few other animals, mostly apex predators, are what are called a keystone species. Not a keystone is, cop? Which is a term <laughs> I learned... From the movie Lake Placid, which is one of my all-time favorite monster movies. It's about a crocodile that uh, winds up in a lake in Maine. It's got Betty White being a smartass. It's a fantastic film.
0: Who doesn't love Betty White?
1: It's it's, (laughs) it's a croc, not a gator, though? Yeah, it's a crocodile. Okay, okay. That swam there from Asia, and then there's this whole thing about the sheriff goes, Crocodiles can't swim in salt water, and the guy's like, okay, that's your little secret. Crocodiles can swim in salt water, and that whole thing is not as far-fetched as it sounds. Yeah, yeah. so what have been? Anyway, there's crocs here down. There's crocs here. There in, in are native. crocodiles yeah. in Florida. Yeah, yeah and I've seen and, I've, I've and them for those of you who don't and not know, not
0: just the old people with the leathery skin, like the real animal. There, <laughs> there is a. Crocodiles. There are a lot of those too.
1: <laughs> there is a big difference in behavior between an alligator and a crocodile. Yeah, we've okay. had
0: enough National Geographic. So what about the... I know crocodiles are more crocodiles aggressive. Crocodiles are
1: more aggressive. They, they, should not mess with they also actively hunt people, yeah. just like tigers. Uh, yeah, alligators... If
0: people weren't assholes, they wouldn't get hunted.
1: Alligators right? in general, if you leave them alone, they'll do the same. Crocodiles just uh, back off. And if you don't know the difference, look at their mouth. If you can see their teeth... It's a crocodile. But
0: people don't have crocodiles and alligators as pets. So let's go Oh back. yes, Some they do. do. Really? Some do. Yeah. Like I know iguanas. <laughs> yeah. They've set. No,
1: free I know several people who have had alligators as pets. In fact, uh, my sister's adoptive mother had an alligator as a pet. Remember, it froze.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then they
1: thought it out and it came back to life.
0: I forgot about that. <laughs> um, but not for a long time. But people no. that get like chimpanzees.
1: Yeah, so that's another good story. And then
0: they get big. So
1: I was watching um, an interview with Eddie Murphy. It was actually on Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee show, which was great a show. brilliant idea, great show, loved it. And he was talking about his friendship with Michael Jackson, who people your age and older probably remember that there was a chimp. That he used to work with named Bubbles. Mm
0: -hmm. He didn't work with them. Um, It was his. Yeah, he lived
1: there. But. uh, He wasn't like
0: moonwalking across (laughs) the stage, Bubbles. When
1: Bubbles was little, he was very cute and a big hit and good for publicity and blah, blah, blah. And then. And
0: in a diaper, so he wasn't throwing his feces.
1: So apparently, when Bubbles got bigger, he got stronger, more aggressive. You know, people talk about. like, you know, gorillas, but chimpanzees are just as dangerous, if not more so. They're yeah. generally more aggressive. They do eat meat. They're, you know... They're, and they're
0: agile. Like, well, they can crawl all over they're the They're
1: incredibly place. smart. They're incredibly strong. But so he told this story about how he goes to Michael's house and he sees this thing in a cage and he's shaking the bars and screaming and he's like, what's that? And Michael, oh, that's Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> that's Bubbles? <laughs> He's like, yeah, don't get too close to the cage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like how you do Michael Jackson's voice. Oh. So,
1: um, really draws you know, me in. Which, that whole situation is something that probably never should have happened for a couple of reasons.
0: Probably. Of course uh, it never should well, yeah, have course. Just because you're rich doesn't mean that you get to take animals out of the wild well, and put them in a cage for your entertainment. Of and course. And then when they start ripping off somebody's face, Yeah, what do so
1: you that, do? that was another story. There was a, a family who had a pet chimp who grew to be like 350 pounds.
0: Is that typical um, for a chimp, Mister uh, National Geographic? They can
1: get that big. They can get bigger than that, and even like little. Because I've been around chimpanzees before, even one that's the size of a baby, kind of like what you were talking about with the tigers. People have this tendency to think, okay, if I was that size, I would be whatever, you know, such and such and, strong. Yeah, yeah, but no, chimps are very different. Their their muscles feel like they're made out of wood. Right. Like those, a those little tiger thirty pups pound kicked chimp my ass. will dislocate yeah. your shoulder and rip your face off. So there was this couple who most of you probably saw this on the news, but they they had a pet chimp, and the neighbor would occasionally come over when they were out of town to feed it and give it a bath and whatever. And I, oh my gosh, I guess it was just bad that's a, bad a lot day.
0: to ask of a neighbor. It was
1: a bad day, and uh, the chimp tore her face off. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. That. that was crazy. Yeah, and then I think they had it like on nine one one calls on that yeah. too, and they're yeah. like. My
0: neighbor, neighbor doesn't have a face. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, Great. and then
0: he ate part of it. So yeah. they weren't able to, like, sew anything back on because he, well, he hadn't... In, well, in
1: Africa, these ch- chimps are very tribal and kind of like orcas where they talk about different dialects and being oh. able to distinguish... Every
0: time I hear orca, distinguish
1: I have, different I have such
0: guilt overtaking you to SeaWorld at 12 it years old. It was my
1: 12th birthday. After yeah. I
0: saw Blackfish, <clears throat> I, I knew I had damaged you forever. So, they should not be in those tanks. Well, of course not. I want to set them all free. <laughs> I want to set free lobsters in restaurants, though, because I don't think they're happy. Probably not. The <laughs> Probably not. But they're happy, in my belly.
1: Lobsters do not have the I same like lobster. Lobsters don't have the same intellect as orcas.
0: Hey, remember that story? What was his name? Treadmill?
1: Tim, yeah. So yeah, that was another thing I wanted to talk about. It was a grizzly bear. The man. grizzly bear. So that was
0: so stupid. Who thinks that a grizzly bear, now at least with a little chimp, you're like, oh right. okay, it's small, it's in a diaper. But you think that grizzlies want you living among them because you understand them? This the guy was an idiot. To his credit. No credit.
1: He made it out there for much longer than people ever expected him to. So if you haven't seen it, go watch Grizzly Man. It's a fantastic documentary I, about this guy.
0: He survived only because he didn't have interactions with the animals. No, he, as he soon did, as he the, was, the animals no, he was,
1: he was. He used to go up there every summer. What yeah. happened that year was he stayed later than he usually does, uh-huh. and it got later, and they were, you know, they, they were, hungry. were hungry. They were getting ready for hibernation. It was getting cold, and uh, well, but anyway, so yeah, this guy named uh, Tim Treadwell. He's at, dead. At the so we time can say we his called name. him treadmill. Yeah, I remember talking I about this call him in my grandparents' living room because that's where we were when that whole story hit. But he would go up to alaska every year every summer to live in this remote place where there were all, all these, of
0: alaska is remote not
1: well not all of it There are certain cities that are more built up than you would think um there's, there's a lot of misconceptions about alaska just like kansas city but um no
0: tangents i'm starting to get hungry tell this grizzly Oh jesus story.
1: christ He would go up there every year to live with these grizzlies because he thought that they accepted him as one of them. He, of course, (laughs) was wrong. Uh, and he and his girlfriend wound up being killed. If you're and eaten. dating
0: that big of an idiot, you deserve to die as well.
1: Well, there there are a lot of stories about what motivated him to go up there and do that, and mental illness probably played a part. And I've actually right, heard well, interviews.
0: Now I sound insensitive. <laughs> you.
1: I've heard Good interviews. Job,
0: actually, mom. Good I've job. I've heard <laughs> interviews
1: of people who've you know been around all sorts of different animals, and they talk about the. The look that you get from a grizzly, and how it's just, like when you look at other animals, you can like kind of tell. Look? No, you like when you look at other animals, like especially predators, you can kind of tell that they're processing or you know you're developing some sort of.
0: But I think house understanding, cats or at least you think you like are. That.
1: They always look like they're about to kill you. Well, yeah, with grizzlies, they just say like it's like that scene in Jaws where he talks about the lifeless eyes of the shark. It's just there's just no. No connection, connection. there you know you are food that mm-hmm. is it uh so yeah he got eaten and there's actually there was an audio recording of that happening but i think it's since been destroyed
0: and we've talked many times about what should happen to these animals that have interactions with people should they be put down? If your kid drops into the gorilla pit, should you uh, kill the gorilla? Okay,
1: so, yeah. In, in my, should you
0: at least find the
1: parent? I, I think in that particular equation, this might be controversial, but instead of shooting the gorilla, I would have shot the mom.
0: It was uh, an accident, for,
1: though. It, uh, <laughs> look. A big, big,
0: big, big if accident. If you cannot
1: control your child to the at the zoo to the point where they are falling into a gorilla enclosure, Mm -hmm. you are not ready to bring your child to the zoo. Yeah.
0: That is not that
1: animal's fault. That is your fault.
0: Well, and... You know, alligators. Of course, they're everywhere in Florida, and people always say, "Oh, they're going to take that gator out of the pond, and I hope they shoot it or whatever." Which is awful. But not that, yeah,
1: the gators re- just being an alligator, or
0: let it be at the pond and don't walk your little dog around it. But more importantly, people have have they have to stop getting these animals, these tigers and bears and chimps and whatever, as a status thing. It is not a connection to nature. Yeah. It is status.
1: Uh, Mike Tyson actually talked about this shortly after Tiger King came out. There was an interview where he was doing where he famously owned at least a couple tigers throughout his lifetime. Was that, that was a, his
0: real tiger in the movie Hangover?
1: I think so, yeah. Was it? He actually said that it that, was was, one of mine. that was not a very good period in his life. He was dealing with a lot of depression and drug abuse and different things. I couldn't
0: tell by the face tattoo. While they were
1: shooting that, <laughs> that things
0: were going well for he him. He got
1: the tattoo long before they ever shot Hangover. You know that.
0: I don't know that. I'm not keeping up with
1: them. You not Really? You didn't do pay-per-view parties for Mike Tyson throughout his I entire boxing. boxing career?
0: I'm a, a huge boxing fan. Yeah. Which okay. you should keep in mind when you talk to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, Mike Tyson uh, has since admitted that he was wrong and irresponsible for, yeah. you know, owning those cats. and
0: Just like me and SeaWorld. He looks made at mistakes. it from a different
1: perspective. Um, Joe Exotic, I do think, still should have been pardoned by the president. Uh, he
0: didn't have the money.
1: What? <laughs> clearly he,
0: he should have done a fundraiser
1: he um
0: <clears throat> he could have had his husband's maybe MC it
1: well i know i bet you one of the reasons he didn't have the money was because there was that one day at the park where that employee got her arm ripped off and he had to give everybody this
0: a is refund gonna i'll never recover from this financially didn't care about the yeah,
1: arm everybody just uh, we we
0: may not be open today you know i remember him saying that we uh, might be uh, open to, uh, uh, we had, we had, had an incident yeah dude yeah, I, you know, when I saw that, and of course when I see other things on the news, I think I'm so fortunate that I was able to, to work with the animals, even though it was hugely selfish and, and irresponsible, to be able to work with full-grown tigers and black bears and, and other animals like that. It was incredible. So I'm glad that I was selfish and stupid for a short amount of time. But I'm also so grateful that nothing happened to me because that was just pure luck. And, and I'm glad to now know to get my own information because mm-hmm. SeaWorld's going to lie to you. The zoo's going to lie to you. Everybody lies to you so that they can make a buck.
1: Well, and the tigers in Vegas, you know, the, the, right around the time of uh, Mr. Treadmill was also when that incident with Siegfried and Roy happened mm-hmm. where that tiger just snapped. And everyone mm-hmm. was so surprised.
0: That a tiger acted like a tiger? That like a tiger got
1: pissed off and acted like a tiger. Um, yeah, Chris Rock said that tiger didn't go crazy, that tiger went tiger.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think shortly after that, they stopped having the white tigers as part of their show. Um, and they, I mean, they're both dead now, so... Very, <laughs> very sympathetic, very compassionate. But, well, I mean, you know, they were... They, uh,
0: they were known for their tigers. They were known for
1: their tigers, but also... You know, they weren't the most responsible big cat owners in the world. They had a lot of money and resources, but Mm -hmm. a tiger's still a tiger.
0: But how do you know they weren't responsible? Did tigers call you and say, this is not right, they're not treating me well? I mean, really, how do you know?
1: It's not hard to tell. The thing's riding a bike, and they're in their little leather suits, (laughs) and, like, it's a tiger.
0: They did not make their tiger ride a
1: bike. That's Those
0: are the bears, the little <laughs> Russian bears.
1: Which is also not good.
0: It, it's all humiliating, I know. I'm sure that tiger just said, yeah, no more of this. This is nonsense. Yeah,
1: you're German, I'm done.
0: So don't buy exotic animals. Don't set them free in the wilderness. Especially don't, the Everglades. Don't support things like swimming with dolphins. I'm sorry, but it's wrong. You're perpetuating the, a whole underground business that you don't want to be. Um you know, really think about about these places. I don't want to sound too preachy, but being on the inside of it and seeing how the breeders are and how people are treated and animals are treated, it's not something that you want to be a part of or keep going. And
1: it's not about the animals. It's never been about the animals. It's about status. It's about money. It's, you know, the animals are means to an end. And the, you know they don't have a say in that matter, so that, that's just not cool. Until you can get to the point where you can have a tiger lawyer look over the paperwork and sign the contract. Until they're and represented say, okay, properly. yeah, my client's covered in this whole thing. Just the tiger there.
0: lawyer that's that's a great visual I think we should just leave it there the tiger lawyer <laughs> <laughs> that, it, that's awesome all right Joe well you did a good job bringing us in and um, I'll let you take us out as well I'll, I'll say goodbye to everyone thank you for listening uh, thank you for for watching and Joe you did a great job today I didn't have to yell at you at all during this episode
1: peace and love and be nice to the animals they were here first <laughs> Please make sure to download and listen to SOB on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production.